Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Kaya FM 95.9. Welcome back. It's 25 minutes past eight. My next guest is Catherine Winberg. She's a successful entrepreneur with experience in starting, growing and operating businesses in five different sectors across three countries. She's also launched a helpline for all small business owners to give them as much support as possible. Catherine is the founder of Fetola, which she started in 2006. A very good evening to you, Catherine. Thanks so much for your time. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, uh, really, really great to chat with you. I hope you're not going to ask me about balloon payments. That <laughs> uh, really kind of works the brain to understand that. Are you scared after listening to that conversation? You know, I follow Warren Buffett's advice. Rent your house and drive an old car. So I stay as far away from balloon payments as I possibly can. I love but, it. Love it. Yeah, I, I mean, think, it's... Uh, Oh, it scares me. It scares me. Any debt scares me. But balloon payments. I, I think, I think, yeah, I agree with you. And I think there's a kind of a strategy as if they can confuse you, you're just going to sign on the dotted line because you don't want to feel stupid by asking the question. So, exactly. Uh, yeah. And, and, and so many people do. It's so, so sad. We need to educate. But Catherine, I'm very excited to talk to you because, you know, talking of education, I'm so interested in Fatola. Um, you know, I work a lot in the business sector and I meet so many people with great ideas and they don't have the business acumen. They don't have the business skills in order to get those ideas, make them materialize into growing businesses. And this is something that you are doing. Tell me a little bit more about Fatola. Yeah, thanks so much. Um, so, Fatola, uh, I started Fatola back in uh, back in 2006, and we basically uh, work all around the country with all sorts of different business owners, um, everything from agriculture to mining to IT. Um, there's almost not a business sector that that we that we work that we've worked in. And what we uh, what we do is that our clients are usually large corporates such as uh, Coca Cola or, or Mutual or SA Breweries. And they pay us in order to support small, uh, small and growing businesses. So generally, our model is like that: is that we work. Um, so we take we take um, groups of business owners uh, that we believe um, have got potential uh, for scale. So that's kind of our traditional model. Well, we are moving more into, and particularly at this time, because it's a really great time to start a business, and there's a lot of interest in early startups. Is that we also have um, we also have a mentor hotline um, where we help where we can help um, people with emerging ideas. And in fact, I'm just busy. I've just walked away from my desk now, busy writing a series of articles on uh, how to you know how to start a business. Mm. But first time uh, from the horse's mouth, how to start a business. So tell me, where what kind of level do you enter, or what kind of level of business do you start assisting? Um, so I'm trying to understand, like, if you go in, do you help from scratch or is the business running already? And then you go and see how to actually grow that business further or expansion. Where do you get in? Yeah, certainly. I mean, traditionally with Patola, businesses would be already in existence. Um, and so we would take, uh, so with our SA Breweries program or our FMB program, we have to take businesses that have already at least started. Um, so they've kind of uh, got entrepreneurs that have tested an idea and, and are confident that that's the idea that they want to grow. So that would be traditionally how we do it. But as I said, we are moving more. We're seeing a greater need 
in people coming up with ideas. I get a lot of people mailing me personally, um, and uh, and so yeah, we, we're trying to we're trying to find ways to help people with early early stage ideas as well as those that want to scale. I don't know if you can share some examples for me. So, how do you how do you what kind of help do you give them? How, do you hold your hand? Is it mentorship, or do you actually get in there and start? you know, sorting out all their paperwork and giving them a system to work on. Yeah, um, so, so thanks for that. Um, I think we do a lot of hand-holding. You know, what I've found over the years is, uh, uh, is there's this really, um, if the entrepreneur feels confident and is feeling good about themselves, uh, it's amazing how much further they can go. Uh, we're very proud of the fact that the businesses we've worked with um, uh, have a 87% survival rate 10 years after exit. That's like not more than nine times the national, national average. And we believe that one of the reasons our entrepreneurs are so successful is we have a very deliberate strategy to stand on the outside of the business and help the entrepreneur to do what needs to be done. We don't believe in stepping in to do, to do things for an entrepreneur because what that does is it, uh, it actually reduces the confidence. Because if, I, if, so, like if you've got a problem and I step in to solve your problem, I subconsciously have given you a message that you're not able to do it yourself. And so, so we provide a whole wraparound of services. We provide uh, very practical business skills. I mean, I've been in business for over 30 years, and all of my team are entrepreneurs um, themselves. Um, so, so we do very practical business, not MBA stuff. You can go to mm-hmm. university for that. But we really talk about what it is that you need in your business today in order to succeed. Um, yes, very good mentors. We've got a team of over 50 mentors around the country. Um, so very careful matching of mentors to entrepreneur, mentors to business um, sector. Um, very strong on business mentorship. A lot of market access is important. You know, you can have all the technology and all the yeah. skills in the world, but if you can't access markets, you can't go anywhere. And, um, increase, and, sorry, helping people to be invest, helping people to be investment ready. Mm-hmm. Um, because then, you know, there's come to stage where if you can't access finance, you're not able to scale your business. I was just going to say, I mean, access to market is one of the most important things. I mean, you could have this brilliant idea and it's often a barrier to entry. It's, you know, you can't actually access your market. You need to figure out how to do that. Um, But I mean, Catherine, I mean, you've been at this for a long time. What is like the most common problem that you find in businesses? Where do they need the most help in order to get going, in order to, you know, make a profit? profit or even to break even so let's just quickly talk about market access i think yeah. there's a lot of misunderstanding about market access mm-hmm. people tend to think so i'm maybe an early stage business and i think oh my dream client is going to be Woolworths. yes i want to get into Woolworths. so i want to get into um you know pick and pay something like that and uh, there's a lot of a lot of small businesses don't understand that there's a journey towards that um, and, and they try to run before they can walk. It's, it's really important if you're in an early stage startup is to find a market. <laughs> Sorry, there's a big cat fight outside. I don't know if you can hear it. Oh. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, so Stay it's safe. really important to have a market. Really important to have a market that's matched to the business where you're at. Yeah. So I'm kind of I'm an agile startup specialist. I don't like starting with lots of risk because it makes you it, it makes it puts a lot of stress on you and means that you're not able to make the decisions that you should be making. So I, I like I like lean startup um, and and really organic growth. 
And often you can start a business just simply by looking around you and saying, what are things that frustrate me? What are the things that I'm mm-hmm. not able to get? Um, you know, maybe what, what my friends always complain about? And starting small, um, starting in, in sometimes just in your family or in your community and growing and growing from there. So I think that what is the biggest challenge? I think the biggest challenge in South Africa is that we're kind of risk averse. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not good at, I mean, entrepreneurship, I often say entrepreneurship is just one series of little failures. You know, you, you constantly have to try things. You have to try things to know if they're going to work and often they don't work. Um, and so, so it's about just getting in there. I mean, maybe the biggest challenge is people don't start. They just talk about it. So. Mm. I think that's 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 huge. And, it, you know, when you talk about the fact that people are very risk averse, it's also because of economics. I mean, you know, it, accessing funding or spending all of your savings on something and you think that, you know, it's not a true sure, it's not it's it's not definitely going to work. I'm going to try it. I may fail. It's good that, you know, I'm trying it. But if I fail, then I've lost all of the money that I've put into it. How do I start so yeah, yeah. So, so that's why I say it's really important to look for, particularly if it's your first business experience, mm. look for a business that is low cost to start up. So, for example, Fatola, I started it uh, 14 years ago with an idea, a laptop, and from my from my living room. Um, I've done many businesses like that. It's, it's yeah. a fallacy to think every business needs a huge investment. And if it's your first time, I would really look at something that doesn't require a big investment. Because as soon as you've taken, let's say you've, you, maybe you've just been retrenched and you've got a big, big, big uh, retrenchment payout. If you're going to take all of that money and put it to, into your business, you're anxious on day one because now that's all your money and you can lose it. And as soon as something happens to your brain is when you're under, when you're under pressure like that, you, you stop being able to think straight. Um, and so again, if I just yeah. go back to Warren Buffett, you know, he's got, he's got a strategy. He says you should never invest more than 10% of your of your network in any one venture. And so if we think about it, so often we take all of our money and we put it into business. And that's just, it, it's just not clever thinking. And there really are so many business, businesses that we can start literally from our garage with a laptop, mm. um, you, know, you know, really for very low cost. And I really, really recommend people, if it's your first business, don't go in for a half a million, million, you know, two million rand business venture. Don't do it. Start something light and easy um, that that you can learn as you grow. And uh, and uh, if if you know cost of failure is not going to cripple you, and so you're not going to be going every day into work in panic because yeah. of that. I, uh, you know, we often have this debate, and I just had it recently. Um, I'm a firm believer in starting off small and slowly growing. Um, but, you yeah. know, younger people, new thinkers, they feel like let's just hit it big, you know, go big or go home. Let's just start with the big companies. Let's go straight to them. And my thing is that, you know, sometimes you need to, you know, when you're starting small, then you iron out all the kinks and the business grows um, successfully. And when it's bigger, then go and hit the big games, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm on the same page as you. I mean, it's a simple analogy. Mm. Um, you know, you don't go to school to fit the trick. You know, you don't go to school in nursery school and fit the trick. You go to school in nursery school to yeah. build up to fitting the trick. Absolutely. And so why would you suddenly think, um, if you've never been an entrepreneur, you know nothing about it. You know, it's not entrepreneurship. It's not something you read in the book. 
Yeah. It's not a noun, it's a verb, it's an action. Um, and so um, I just, yeah, I mean, look, my own experience, my own experience with me, I mean, I've started many businesses and um, why why gamble? I mean, if you're going to be a gambler, mm. why would just go to the casino, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's it's so hard work. I mean, you know, um, I'm on my second time round. Um, as much as I love it, it is excruciating. It's hard work. But if you have a passion for something, you will stick with it. Catherine, before I let you go, who can come to you? And what is, you know, obviously we know it's startup businesses that can come to you, whether yeah. you started already. We really want to get entrepreneurs going because it's really important for job creation. Yeah. It's the small businesses that create the big numbers of jobs. I mean, you collectively, that's where we need the job creation, right? So who can come to you for assistance and what is, what is it, um, and not rather who, um, how much is it going to cost us to come and seek yeah. your services to help us? Okay, so there's a couple of things. Um, uh, I mentioned mental hotline. It's mm-hmm. actually, if you want to, if you want help from mental hotline, you need to jump mm-hmm. in quick because that program is actually going to close at the end of this month, at the end of January. So there's just a few days to get in with that. Okay. Um, we're just busy with, with so that'll end there. Um, please, please sign up to my weekly greeting. You can go onto the Patrola website, patrola.coza, and, um, and sign up there for notifications. You'll get a weekly a weekly blog from me giving good, really good, good business tips. Um, I also respond, respond personally to um, to anyone that mails me that's on my on my mailing list, um, and so I do take individual individual queries. And to be honest, if I get a rush of people wanting help, you know, we'll create a program uh, around that. We do have we do have uh, clients that are interested. We busy we're busy developing a youth. Um, a youth entrepreneurship in initiative for one of our clients at the moment. And so there's always stuff coming. And so if we have lots of approaches from people, um, you know, we'll find a home. We'll find a home for you and, and find a way to help. What does it cost to, I mean, is, is all of this free right now? Until you yes. get put in a program? All of it is free. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's obviously a limitation. I mean, if I get a thousand people sending me personal yeah. mails, I'm not going to promise to, to solve all of the problems. We still but, need you around. Um, no, that's right. So, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, you know, we'll do what we can mm. do. As I say, if we get if we get too many, um, we, you know, it'll be bulk bulk responses. But but generally, if you come into our fold, um, you know, there's always wisdom that you can tap into. We've got a monthly publication called The Catalyst. Uh, that gives out business advice both to existing and, and new businesses. And, yeah, it's, it's all free. Um, it's free to user. Um, and, yeah, welcome. And I'd be delighted to help anybody that's got queries. Let's, 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 let's get the country going, huh? Absolutely. Catherine, it was such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for your insights. And please keep doing this good work that you're doing. We need to help so many, so many businesses get off the ground and become successful. And you can find more details on www.fitola.co.za. Check it out, Afropolitans. This is a useful, useful resource. And it comes at no cost. So if you need that little bit of help, you need that little move in the in the right direction, go and check it out. There's so much available to you and it's at no cost. Coming up next, I'm talking to Connie Chume. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.